ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by my very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And we have a returning star, returning friend of the podcast, Tyler Sweat, also known as T-Sweat. Welcome, buddy. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. You called me a star, and I felt... I mean, it was ma- that was majestic yeah. for sure. That's was majestic quite for the sure. intro, and I'm yeah. a little jealous we all didn't get our own sound, but it's <laughs> no, okay. That's it's okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, peeling back the curtain here a little bit for all of our listeners, T-Sweat has brought a lot of cool equipment for us to use, and we're this isn't the first time we've done it, but we're definitely... Yeah. Um, we're definitely doing some new things tonight. I'm getting too comfortable. Uh, yeah. We've got some exciting things for tonight, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are here to review episode number eight of What If... Dot, 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 question mark on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, excited to talk about this episode. Uh, it, next week's the finale, so we're really close to being done. Um, but it, this one is titled What If Ultron... One is that what it's called? You knew. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. Before we do, real quick, to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and uh, leave a review for us. Really helpful, and also share the podcast with your friends. Also very helpful. All right, boys, let's talk about it. Spoiler warning for all of our uh, dear friends, all of our listeners. Um, if you haven't watched episode eight of What If, please go watch it. What do you guys think of this episode, man? I mean, overall, man, it was a phenomenal episode. It was intense. It was action-packed. It added to the many uh, layers that Ultron should have had in, uh, mm. yeah. instead, of, instead of what he got in the movie, Age of Ultron. Uh, it really, the title should have been called, like, What If Ultron Won and then Dominated Everything He Did. So, like, that's, <laughs> right, that's right. really it. But, uh, yeah, great episode. Well, I think that cha- this episode changed the entire identity of the show, truthfully. Um, I think... Yep. As, as a whole, I think that it, it changed the tar- entire perspective of how we should look at this show. Uh, I, I think The Watcher was originally thought of just as a framing device. Just a narrative. a lot of what, yeah, yeah, uh, for what we were supposed to be doing. And I think this episode kind of flipped the entire thing. We were like, well, are any of these episodes actually going to connect? And I, I think they're all connected by the fact that they are all in the storyline of The Watcher. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the entire reason of what if now is it is about the storyline of the Watcher. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because I was curious from day one. You, you kind of got this idea of you know he very you know clearly emphasized I cannot interfere. You know, it's kind of yep. the the premise from the beginning. Um, but you kind of started to see him like get lean in a little bit, like oh, I could yeah. like with the <clears throat> the Supreme Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange episode where he was like, I could interfere, I could stop him, right? Yeah, I could, he's, yeah he started he, talking about it. You start kind of seeing him lean in a little more, um, but this episode, he just, uh, without a doubt, is is a part of the story. And of course, uh, as we heard at the end, he might be breaking his oath, yeah, his vow. I mean, and then there's the entire idea of, um, there's the old idea of the Chekhov's gun, whereas if something shows up, then it should be, then it's going to be used. So yeah. like him, him saying that I cannot interfere. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, almost, right? It's a matter of time that before he right. will interfere. Right. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. Uh, I think this episode was what everyone was hoping for by this time of the series. Yeah, uh, I think exactly. you guys mentioned that you mentioned it last week in the podcast. 
that you know everyone kind of was looking for these last two episodes to be part one, part two of whatever was going to bring these things together, and Disney delivered. That's slash Marvel delivered. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I thought it was maybe the maybe the best episode, if not if nothing else, easily the, the yeah, most yeah. significant for, episode. I believe it was yeah. the best episode. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so just to I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess the last several weeks we've talked about it on the pod where it's like every story just kind of feels like, ah, you know, kind of like not pointless, but yeah. it ends with like these massive, <laughs> massive cliffhangers. Like do nothing cliffhanger. Right. right. Yeah. And then, so the fact that last week's cliffhanger was Ultron showing up with all of the infinity stones right? Yeah. and the watcher being like, whoa, what's going on? Caught off guard. He's caught off be, guard. Right. Yeah. To then this week, we just get a story about that. That's the yeah. first time they've done it, and right, it, was, exactly. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was Ultron showing up at the Infinity Stones in like a frat boy uh, episode. Like, That's it's true. a fun episode of like yeah. crazy nonsense, and then boom, this happens. And then it leads into this epic. Like, it truly was epic on right. scale and everything. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, I was the whole time I was like, I was like, they kept me on my toes, you know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Uh, in fact, so I actually did not, you know, these shows, uh, these episodes come out on Wednesday and I wasn't able to watch it until today. We record on Friday yeah. because I've just been so busy and I had two people, um, my friend Blake who texted me said it was really great. He was like, man, this is such an awesome episode. Mm. And then another friend of mine who is a big, a, a big friend of the podcast and a star of the podcast, uh, Ryan Gibbs, who we, we have had on here before. He actually... He actually texted me. He was like, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> and, yeah. and I thought, oh, man, does that mean like we're going to lose our Ryan's Rants segment on the podcast? But do not fear, Royal Geek, Royal Geek Podcast listeners. We have a special treat for you tonight. We actually, uh, instead of reading Ryan's Rants you know, via text message, we have the man himself on the podcast tonight. Ryan, are you there with us, brother? Hey, brother. How's it going? There he is. <laughs> He's here, Ryan. You are you are live on the Royal Geek Podcast. How are you feeling? Oh, like calling in, man. Man, I feel uh, I feel pretty good. I've kind of been this mystery man, I guess, the past couple of weeks. So it's good to kind of be on here in person. Um, and uh, I guess rant in person. I don't know. People what get a privilege. To, people get to hear your voice now. Yeah, that's, that's right. You can no longer hide behind your words. <laughs> your <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, man, I thought the episode was um, it was pretty good this time around, I will admit. Um, but I do have some uh, some issues with it. Yes. Um, so yes. Uh, we want it all, Ryan. The setup. Here it let's, is, man. Let's just go into it. Let's do it. You know, it start, you know the episode started with uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye, you know, running from some robots. And I was like, okay, like, this is like an apocalyptic scene. And literally my next thought was, there's no way Black Widow and Hawkeye are the last two left. They're like the worst of the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way they made it out of this. They have no, uh, no power. They took out Iron Man and Thor and everyone else, but, you know, these two are left. Anyway, that's always how I thought about Black Widow and, uh, Hawkeye, it's kind of like second tier, you know, they play their role, but they are second tier in my eyes. Uh, Absolutely true. Anyway, I just kept, I kept thinking throughout the episode, I was like, all right, there has to be other people like Iron Man's going to swoop in and then like kind of help them out. And I was like, wow, man, like, I really think these are the last two people on earth. 
I was just surprised by it. That was my first thing. I was like, I feel this is inconsistent. This wouldn't actually happen. Um, but then, um, just kind of with Ultron too, like, you know, like Black Widow and Hawkeye are like actively trying to like thwart his plan. And then he like notices the watcher in another dimension, but he can't notice Hawkeye and, uh, and Black Widow. <laughs> on Earth. I'm like, this is weird. Wow. Hmm. And so, uh, anyway, it's like, and then like Thanos just shows up and he just waxes him, you know, just right, right on the spot. It's like, oh, I thought those Infinity Stones were strong in his gloves. I guess not. He just took them. I don't know. And then he's just like, you know, then he's like finding Watcher in another dimension. And I'm like, you literally just wax Thanos. And then you're, you, you're finding the Watcher in another dimension. And then like these two pipsqueak heroes are just running around. And like you're, you're not even aware. It that, is, that's true. To me. She called uh, uh, Avengers anyway. Tower or, to order a pizza, and he's like, "Who is this?" <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he picked up. That was crazy. But yeah, like in um, Infinity War and like Endgame, like it takes like literally the entire universe working together to get that dang gauntlet off of Thanos' hands, and Ultron can just laser him in one second. Mm. Crazy. With well, like no Infinity Stones. Well, no, no, right. he, had, he had the Mind Stone. He had the, that's why Thanos was there. Thanos was there yeah, to get the Mind yeah. Stone, and he, he just yeah, used he the Mind Stone to slice and dice um, that dude. But doesn't he, like, Thanos gets increasingly stronger as he gets more stones, right? Correct. Like, is the yeah. Mind Stone better than all the other ones, like, combined? I don't know. Mm. That's just the way my mind works. Yeah, so. and to be fair, like, the whole laser from the forehead, like, we've seen Vision do that before. Yeah. And it's just more evidence that in Infinity War... That in Infinity War, Vision was just, you know... Underutilized and... <laughs> underutilized and just just not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But on the positive... Mother nitpick was like, the multiverse is made of glass, I guess. That was kind of <laughs> weird. Like, everyone's just in their own little snow globe. You know? Mm. I understand it's probably like, a, you know, an artistic thing. Like, you're trying to, like, present it in a certain way. Like... You know, I mean, you're right. Visually, it's kind it looks of great. as a visual. Yeah. Like, yeah, as a visual. And so we can understand what's happening. But that's kind of weird, too. But anyway, all in all, I like, like, that scene. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. And that scene between, like, the Watcher and Ultron, and they're, like, blasting each other with, like, beams and stuff. I was like, it brought me back to, like, those epic Dragon Ball Z fights. You know, mm. people are just flying, and there's beams flying everywhere, whatever. But It was quite epic, yes. Anyway. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I would say my one, go. but then, yeah. go ahead. my one biggest counter would be it is a multiverse. So in one of the universes, Black Widow and Hawkeye would be the last two heroes. Mm. In an infinite amount yeah. of realities, there's at least one. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I just think <laughs> the whole multiverse thing, it's yeah. just like, it's like, like, I feel like they present it as like really artistic, like, wow, like, look at what we're doing. We're making the multiverse. And, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I think you're just creating infinite possibilities so y'all can, like, literally make this go on for infinity and just make tons of money. Well, you solved the mystery. (laughs) There it is. I'm like, wow, this isn't isn't that romantic. It's like, you guys just want to make a lot of money. If you can split the universe into infinite possibilities, y'all can do that. Yeah. (laughs) Have you met Disney? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, let's be honest, (laughs) we're going to give them our money. Like, either way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. We're yeah. here for the slot. Yeah, man. That's my thing. Like, even, like, with the Watcher, like, lots of loose ends. 
and I'm like, man, I'm just here for all of it. You know, I might get two answers tomorrow and have eight questions, you know, or like part of the next episode. Like I might get two answers from the watcher, like on what he is and what he's doing. And they'll probably leave eight different things unanswered. And I'm going to stick around for the next five years <laughs> until they answer those things. Yeah, and then when they leave one one question unanswered, I'm like really frustrated about it. But I'm just going to keep coming back because they just they just have me. Would you, you know? say that this is your most enjoyable episode so far? Um, I really like I really like the Black Panther one, like yeah, uh, yeah. with the Star Lord one. You know, mm-hmm, that one was yeah. cool. And then I thought the Doctor Strange one was cool because like it was kind of like its own thing. Like it had, you know, it kind of had a start, middle. And, end of like some of the other ones the mo- yeah you're right like the they, put, they put a bow on it so yeah um, that's a I good like point yeah yeah and i'll agree with you on that star the dr strange one and i'm kind of a sucker for like agony when it comes to characters <laughs> so like yeah. i agree with you on that one get to know your co-host uh <laughs> anthony Lotto. Yeah, sucker like, for agony i think they did some uh they had they did some like de- like development with him throughout the episode yeah, they really did yeah it, just, mm. it was good so that's what i like and there will be more development. Dun dun dun. Mm. In yeah, season two, he, come on back <laughs> next year. Back yeah, no, he, yeah. he snuck in there at the end. Yeah. So, hey Ryan, we're we're really glad you can come on here and do your rant live. Um, it was it's awesome to have you on. And, and honestly, man, you're welcome to stay on for the rest of the pod if you like. I mean, I know you're just kind of yeah. you're just doing a little late night driving right now. So uh, if you're if, yeah. if you're up for it, you can stick on. You down? I'll stick around. Okay, thanks, sounds good. Thanks, well, I think that you know, bringing up Doctor Strange is actually a good segue to the ending of this episode, which I know we were kind of jumping right to the ending, but mm. um, you know, it looked like Ultron was about to finish off the watch. Oh, easily, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he he does like a little like uppercut into uh, Ultron's arm and does a little backflip into another reality. It looked like, yeah. And we find him uh, going to Doctor Strange Supreme. Or what is it? Strange Supreme, maybe. Is that what they're calling him? Yeah, it's something like that. Something like that. Okay. And uh, and he's, like, going to him for help. So, I mean, we're setting up for a, a, an epic battle in the last episode, right? I mean, that's what I took from right. it. Right. No, that's exactly what I took from it. Um, if we remember back to the episode of Doctor Strange, like, it ended with him, like, in this small, like, universe. Like, he was trapped. Just like, him. Yeah, it yeah. was just him in this small bubble. And if you saw, like, Watcher, like, flipped out, and he, like, went in. Like, if you see the zoomed out picture, it's literally all black, and it's, like, a small sphere. He goes into that and that yeah. universe and that like he knew exactly where he was going and then obviously he's like he's there he's contemplating like watchers like what am i gonna do and then that's where you see strange come up from behind him and uh he's like i knew you were there like oh you need my help so like ask for it like yeah. i want to hear you say it like that kind of thing so uh i mean yeah it, it was pretty cool just watching it visually play out because of him going into that small little uh sphere that of reality that strange created for himself because he messed up so yeah it was cool it was kind of a reverse a reversal of the end of that episode where at the end of uh the episode where the reality was crumbling on strange and then the watcher kind of comes up behind him and and you know strange has his head hung in shame and he uh, looks back yeah. over his shoulder that shot was reversed in this episode yeah. where the watcher wow. had his head kind of hanging you see doctor strange come up over his shoulder and he has that same kind of look back like Okay, now now I need you. Now yeah, need even you now. down to the point where Doctor Strange is pleading at the end of the episode for the Watcher to help him. Yeah, 
And yeah. now, yeah, like, like you said, it was reversed. Of them reversed. <laughs> yeah, wow. yes, exactly. That's uh, that's a good callback there, man. So, and I, that's, he's the only character that's actually interacted with the Watcher, yeah. other than up to that point. Yeah, yeah uh, for other sure. than Ultron when he interacted with him in this episode. Um, yeah. You know, so it, it, it makes sense that they would start pulling on that. Um, and like I said, I think the biggest thing about this episode is it really like turned you on your head of what this series is actually about, like. I really do think it's the story of the Watcher rather than the story of the multiverse, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's exciting for sure because, like, if you, um, the Watcher as a character so far, like, I mean, yes, he's been in the back and he's had these great silhouette scenes, like, where he's just, like, watching and narrating and then, like, Jeffrey Wright is, like, giving a very good performance overall, like, his narrating ability, right? Like, but then you see him, he's getting slowly more involved and, I mean, I believe that's a foreshadow a little bit. If you guys go back and you watched, like, What If, if you look at the first episode, while the credits are rolling and the the outline of uh, The Watcher, he's farther back. And every episode, if you notice, it, when it does the the title card of What If, The Watcher is getting closer and closer and closer. Oh, and then, that. yeah, in this episode, when the credits roll, like, it's, he's literally, like, right up to the screen. And he literally, we get all of him in this episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's been the watcher as a character has been really cool to see and him contemplate the should I or shouldn't I get involved with each episode. There's a little more of a, you know, should I do it or, you know, what, yeah. like the gray areas expand. Yeah. Right yeah. And then this one, like, I mean, when Hawkeye and, uh, yeah. Natasha were in the, uh, the Russian oh, base yeah. and like there, yeah. he's close to the files. He's like, come on, you're right there. He's like getting <laughs> yeah. so angry. He's getting frustrated. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. Is there like a um, has has the Watcher like is there other backstory of the Watcher like in the Marvel universe like movies his, like or is this kind of his first? Appearance? No, he's he goes this? far back in the comic books too. Um, he his main purpose is like just to observe like it like it like like it is um, like we was introduced and so I mean it's funny because um, the Watchers like they're a, a group of beings and this yeah. is just one in particular one I think Watu right is what this was called yeah, yeah. Watu oh, okay and um, we actually see glimpses of the of the Watcher in Guardians of the Galaxy I think Volume 2 for Stan Lee's cameo yeah, yeah. that's how yeah, yeah that's yeah so exactly. technically yeah that was the first rendition of the Watchers but we actually this is them uh, I mean more expanded upon yeah, yeah. It, yeah, there was actually there was actually kind of a cool like theory that was going around that people thought that all of Stanley's cameos were just him as the Watcher. Like he was actually just one character throughout the MCU as the Watcher. Which I feel like that 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 cameo confirmed that really. It, it, I mean, I feel like it did because he was literally telling them the stories. Like, yeah, he's coming back to the Watchers and he's like, "Oh man, you'll never believe this." Like, yeah. it, it's literally the Watchers sharing their observances. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, so the way I understand it, Uatu is the the watcher that's assigned in the comics is like assigned to that particular universe. Um cuz I mean obviously the multiverse is is very established in the comic book um series, but it was interesting in this one uh and uh Ryan you mentioned the the like glass snow globe thing. I didn't really see that as as a as much of a representation of how the multiverse is or how it works as much as it is just his way of viewing it. It's mm-hmm. kind of his portal. Uh, and where his his kind of uh, porthole are all these little uh, shards of glass that kind of come together and um, you know bend and and obviously now break. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I didn't really see that as like the um, the way that the multiverse is going to be like presented in 
uh, it's it's holistic because it's been presented actually in a couple different ways up to this point. We had the timeline breaking in the uh, what was uh, where the, Loki Loki in Loki. Yeah, that what, what was the right. the Citadel? Yes, we kind of right. saw that yeah. timeline breaking, and then now we've seen it in these shards of glass. So I think that's more of his like observatory kind of where because you saw him like f- almost flipping through the different scenes, and then he like shut the curtain on. Uh, <laughs> On uh, Ultron, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, that yeah. was kind of my In which, interpretation of that. Uh, one of the scenes that I, they flipped through, uh, like that lava planet looking thing, man. Like I could have swore, man, that looked like Mustafar from Star Wars. Like, uh, it had mm. like it had the whole like the background and it kind of looked like Darth Vader's little castle thingy, dude. It looked it looked interesting, but yeah. Disney has the rights, so, so I mean, who knows? It could have yeah. been crossover, crossover. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the the when they were like punching like Dragon Ball Z style, they're fighting yes. in the sky, and they're like going back and th- forth through different uh, universes, like. They it was completely epic and completely grand. Like I was like, man, they're really flying through universes here. Yeah. This is a pretty yeah. incredible, different environments. So I enjoyed seeing. And when the watcher like suited up, when you like jumped in the air, oh, that, that, oh, tell yeah. me that didn't look like a Dragon Ball Z. Oh, scene. easily, man, <laughs> easily, man. Yeah. I was like, is this Star Wars Visions or is this uh, what if? Let's <laughs> what's going on here? Like, yeah. Oh man, I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the finale? Or uh, not the finale, Ooh, excuse me. Penultimate, penultimate episode. episode. Yes, yeah, episode eight. I mean, if this, I mean, we called it. We wanted a part one and part two, and I really want a satisfying conclusion. But just knowing Marvel, I don't think we're going to get a satisfying <laughs> conclusion at all. And uh, Ryan, what you said earlier of like that they, they'll answer two questions, but then leave you asking eight more. Like yeah. that's exactly yeah. what yeah. they do, yeah. and they do it so freaking well. And I hate it. <laughs> I'm all right. Like there's Lost, not. Man. You ever watch Lost? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alright. Not, not a true conclusion, but yeah. I want at least a continuation, like at the very yeah. least. Like, right. I, like I hope they don't go back to a storyline where the Watcher is just a framing device mm-hmm. slash the narrator again in some yeah. form or fashion. Yeah. I hope it's a continuation of his struggle with Ultron. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you want to know what my one bad point of this episode was for me the fact that they couldn't get james spader to voice Ultra. oh i know oh, yeah. i know mm-hmm. and and now the you voice wasn't california <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come on gibbs there you go yeah. i love it and he said uh he said florida he's like he said florida is full of what you say dinosaurs and old he's like alligators are dinosaurs white <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, I care. I just butchered that. Whatever. Yeah. No, it's okay. We'll, we'll st- we're not going to kick you off. Um, just got it. Just crop that one out. But <laughs> you, you know who did the voice though for the Ross Macron? Yeah, the same as same uh, Red Skull. Red yep. Skull. For Red Skull. Yeah. From Endgame. Yep. Yeah. How about that? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, it's. I feel like they've generally done a good job with all the voices. Where it's yeah, like they you could, they're, they're still pretty close. Right. And this one might have been one of the closer ones of of a, of a character that was yeah. a different. Such a distinct voice that you have to copy. He did a good it job. Really is. Yeah. yeah. Did a good I job. Mean, I mean, he did a great job with Red Skull too. Yeah. You know. I mean. You know. Um, Maybe he's just good you know. at like impersonating people. Yeah. That's the Red thing. Red Skull is not. It was not an easy voice. No. To, no. Not at all. To copy either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hugo Weaving is very distinct in what yes. he does. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, uh, my so my kind of big question um, in this this episode, and I think uh, I think Ryan, you mentioned something about this. Uh, with the Infinity Stones, now we've kind of seen a few different versions or like uh, capabilities mm. of what the the Infinity Stones can do. Uh, obviously, in, in the 
uh, in the gauntlet of Thanos. He can snap his fingers and half of his existence goes away. Um, but now, you know, in Loki, they were kind of powerless in this kind of intermediary mm-hmm. dimension. But now in the Watchers kind of intermediary dimension. They're usable. They're usable. But if you notice, he didn't use the time stone to bend time. He didn't use the space stone to affect space. He just shot, like, power beams with the different colors. Yeah. So I don't know if they lost some of their... Uh, kind of yeah. fine-tuned functionality or if they were just representations of like ultimate power in, in that kind of in-between space. Mm-hmm. But it did make me think about how in the uh, in the TVA, they were powerless. Like they were right, essentially correct. Yeah. Paper, paperweight. So um, kind of what's different about that interdimensional space? Do you think it has to do with him being like an AI and not, I mean, what is an AI's concept of time? Like, I mean... Do you think mm-hmm. that it may be that? Well, I, I was See, thinking I, it had more to do with the realm that they were in. Because the the way that the, the Infinity Stones were, were originally presented is they were kind of the Big Bang, you know, pre- birthed these six elemental stones that represented all of the, like, foundational, uh, fundamental things about reality. Um, so in the TVA, you were outside of that reality. You were in a kind of a different pocket dimension, maybe, or right, something yeah. that's between... The timelines. Um, that's what I would assume the Watchers in a similar type of interdimensional pocket <laughs> type of reality. Um, but there they had they had power. They had some sort of function, which I didn't think you know that would make sense. Yeah, the, the way I kind of saw it was is the potentiality more towards what Justin was saying there. With um, it, it, it's almost how you th- they're tools. The stones are tools, and in different people's hands it's going they're going to be they're going to act differently you know if you put a hammer in a master craftsman's hand he can build you something great you put it in a toddler's hand they're not going to be able to do anything with it you know like i I think there's a possibility that you know these things are can be manipulated into how you are able to perceive it like your ability to your, your own imagination is a is, is a key yeah. to how these things are manipulated and used. Well, yeah, it had something to do with especially how Thanos used them, and then how um, the Hulk and Iron Man used them to re- to reverse the, the the initial snap, and then to also snap away the yeah. all the evil guys. Um, it has to do, I guess, with the intention or the will of yeah. the. Well, because if wielder. you think about it, all three of them were trying to the exa- do the exact same thing in the exact same manner. Yeah. So you know. It, it, it's very, you know, simplistic. It's like putting, a, once again, to use an example, it's like trying to put together a piece of Ikea furniture. You're not going to get a whole lot of, you know, art out of that. Whereas if you, you're building it out of, like, your yeah. own pieces of wood, you're going to get your own, you know, feel to it. Yeah. My, my thing is, like, I hope they don't just become these, like, sources of just convenient storytelling like yeah. they end up yeah. like okay it just happened to be that Thanos through somehow in this reality had all the stones in an earlier timeline way and he had the ones that you know that uh, that were needed um so just kind of they, they've become more of a storytelling device than convenient actual, to like, move this plot along yeah, yeah yeah then like the the sole sole source of the plot which is kind of the original infinity saga um, I just kind of see them Which, kind of... if you think about it, when they're flying through dimensions, you saw uh, Gamora fighting with uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, I mean, fighting uh, Ultron, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, how did Ultron... I mean, how did Thanos, Thanos get the Soul Stone if Gamora was still there? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Who did he sacrifice to yeah. the Soul Stone? There you go. Don't know. Mm, plot holes. Yeah, because that all happened after right. Thanos. Right. I do think... In, oh, I, I guess Ryan's... Uh, hold on. 
Sorry, Ryan. I'm connecting you back there to right? the. Are you there, yeah. Ryan? Yeah, man. Go on. Do you have a thought? Uh, I just said y'all are getting real geeky up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too geeky for you, Ryan? No, man. I had to thought myself. Oh, all right. Let's hear it. Bring it on. Well, I was thinking about like so during the episode, it's talking about like I think he said something about like chaos or whatever. I thought it was interesting because it mm. seems like the the whole theme of like this kind of phase of Marvel is like chaos. Like, uh, you know, like the last phase, I feel like it was all about order, you know, mm. like, like Thanos was crazy, but like in his mind, it was all about order. And like Captain America had like all these like principles to bring order and the Avengers had like, it was all about order and coming together to bring peace and order. Mm. Yeah. And like this, this phase, like it just seems like there's <laughs> magic, there's sorcery, there's like timelines and like just yeah. craziness. And uh, magic and like emotions running wild, like WandaVision, like grief, like it's like almost like this effects of just chaos, like is more of like a theme of this this season. Yeah, everything's like like Hydra. Yeah, like Hydra was a big thing, but like they were like an organization with like you know trying to bring order in their own like sick way, obviously. But uh, I don't know, it's something I was kind of picking up on. I think it's probably like it's like breaking my brain because like my brain doesn't think that way. Like yeah. in ways of like, there's infinite possibilities and there's magic and like all this other like all these things that could be. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's wild. Yeah, that's definitely, you can definitely feel the theme of Marvel going in that direction, this phase. And, I mean, for, for the general fan, like, I don't know, Ryan, would you say you're, like, you're more of the general fan? Like, how, I mean, the magic aspect of it, like, I mean, you're not deep diving into Marvel, are you? No, no, like, I'm, uh, like, I like watch videos and stuff, like, if I don't understand something. Because I think mm-hmm. some of the stuff, like, to really get the most that I like, kind of these movies, is you kind of got to get the backstory of, like, comic books. And there's all these Easter eggs and, you know, all this other stuff. But, like, I watch, like, videos and stuff. But So you're, yeah, I mean, you're like, on board for the magic and all the time and all that kind of stuff? Like, as 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 that general fan, like, the, Disney has uh, officially bought you in or no? I don't know, man. I think I was a little frustrated with Endgame because it's, like, you're talking about storytelling and, like, you know, like, um... I felt like in game it was like, oh crap! Like, you know, there's a big long waiting period after Infinity War, and you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's like, oh, of course, time travel exists. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> yeah, in the first yeah. like ten minutes or whatever. It's like, oh, of course it does. Uh, that's right. It had to. Hmm. And so I'm I'm here for it. I just, uh, you know, when it becomes like lazy, like a kind of a catch-all, like it's like lazy storytelling sometimes. Like, oh, just you know, believe it because it's magic. And there's not really like a gotcha, okay. you know, logic to it or how it works that's explained. You know, just kind of like eat it. <laughs> Time travel exists, and uh, <laughs> it, there just, it, it is. just happens. Yeah. <laughs> Time travel uh, always seems convenient. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, it's kind of. I mean, maybe you know, I'd love to if you could explain. You know how all this stuff works. Yeah. For me, maybe I'm just missing it. But, uh, <laughs> we need to take a, a, an hour out of our week to just have a conversation with you about how how Marvel works. Yeah, like, that's what we need to do. Yeah, Marvel one hundred and one. Yeah, we'll pencil well, you. Welcome in. to our TED talk. <laughs> so, so it sounds like your biggest grievance might be like how or, or biggest worry would be more accurate is how heavy handed are they going to be with all this new um, like time altering and magic altering kind of things? Yeah. Around? 
Well, with their upcoming properties, yeah. it seems like it's be pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I think I just wanted to be consistent, you know? Like, even the thing with, like, Doctor Strange, which is, like, that could be a whole other rant. But, mm. like, that whole movie bothered me because it was, like, the dark dimension. It's, like, you haven't explained that. I, I mean, the yeah. Sorcerer Supreme draws power from the dark dimension, and there's this guy named Dormammu, and it's, like, he's bad. And it's, like, we have no backstory mm. for the dark dimension, Dormammu, the Sorcerer Supreme, and how she gets power from that. Like, none of that's explained. The mm. action was cool, you know? I thought it was great. Good versus evil, but... That's yeah. the kind of stuff it's like that bugs me. That's a that's a really good point you brought up because one thing I've thought about in just myself because because I don't come from a heavy comic book background of some of these stories, so have a general knowledge of most of the main characters. But when you start, like you you mentioned, uh, just in in uh, uh, Doctor Strange, you you hear about the dark dimension, and then there's the mirror dimension. Well, then in uh, yeah. in um, Black Panther, you have the ancestral plane. So there's like yeah. all these different layered realities. You're like, how do they interact with each other? Like, how how does the right. the Black Panther ancestral plane does that exist in the same type of way as it's kind of like what we were talking about with the Infinity Stones? Like, do all of these dimensions, different uh, planes of reality, uh, do they they obviously all exist in the same cinematic universe? But in a lot of ways, these movies have to be their own self-contained storytelling units, right. and you don't really get it all in a you know yeah. two-hour film. And so it is kind of, it does leave you like like you said, with more questions than you get answers. And so I think for a lot of people, you know, you, you can get lost in that a little bit of like, how does this all really connect? And I think Marvel's done a, a did a good job with the last, uh, the last series of movies, um, kind of making it all come to a head in, in a way that made sense. But I think this one's going to be interesting to see how they, because they've set up a uh, lot of pieces to this puzzle. So true, man. And yeah, that's, that's kind of my thing. Like, how yeah. are they going to do that? So, yeah, yeah man, you're, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's called Disney setting setting you on the hook, man. That's yeah. it. They're, they're getting yeah. you there, and they're going to pull you along, and you have no choice but to go for the ride. Like you yeah. really, you really don't. You're it's it's in there deep, and you're you're right. stuck. Yeah, right. for sure. Well, we're we're along for the ride, and and listen, before we close shop tonight, uh, we have a tradition here in the Royal Geek Podcast: the review that is that comes before a finale of a show. We like to play a little game of buy or sell. Yeah, right? let's do it. So, uh, Ryan, you, you you down to stick on for a few more minutes for a little buy or sell? Yeah, I'm in. All right, let's do it. Uh, so the way we'll do it is uh, we'll let Ryan go um, first since uh, since you're our guest, Ryan, and then uh, whoever, whichever three of you here in front of me wants to go next, we'll do that. Okay, uh, going into the final, this Mega Ultron stud, he is going to die in the finale. Ryan, you're up first. Buy or sell? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to buy it just, uh, just because I think, you know, as much as it's like, you know, these, you want these things to cross over from animated to reality. Like, I just don't see it. So it's like, I feel like they really need to tie, you know, tie this all up, you mm-hmm. know, I, need like, to take it I don't, I, I can't really see it like them actually doing that, but they might, I don't know. That's just my thought. Okay. How about the rest of you? I'm buying that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard to see how they would uh, eliminate the threat without him, like, being somehow finally done. Yeah. Wiped out. Okay. Shimano? Um, I'm going to say that he's going to die, but not um, a very Ultron-esque death 
where you think he's gone, but he's not really gone. Okay, so well, it's, well, it's like what uh, what uh, Black Widow said in this last episode that code is slippery. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah I, I, it, that's why I would say so. That, that's a very common theme with Ultron is yeah. where like you think he's gone, and then. You know, oh, he was backed up on this computer in this yeah. one place, and then he ends up building himself out what, of there. Kind of like Armenzola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like very, that. very, sim- yeah. very similar type of idea. So I'm going to yeah. say they think he is dead, but at some point he will return. All right. All right. Great. Uh, next up, Ryan, you're up first. Buy or sell. We will see zombie Thanos in the finale. What was that? What, Zombie Zombie Thanos? Thanos? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why not, man? (laughs) So you're buying it. None of this this stuff has to make sense. We're just eating all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to sell that, dude. It's not happening. Uh, See, that's what I've wondered. Have all these cliffhangers been leading up to they're going to draw the Maybe they all come together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man. Buy or sell, Sweat. Come on. Well, the only the only reason I'm going to say bye is because I feel like they might have to draw in another some more power. Yeah, another <laughs> being that's possessing the Infinity Stones, and apparently they all work everywhere now. So <laughs> just bring on bring on the zombie Thanos with his uh, hunger for brains and wow stones. Real bad. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> I'm going to sell it. I'm going to say that the the Thanos from the from the Star-Lord episode, has to fall back into his old ways. Oh. And he loses his relationship with oh. his daughter. I'll Dang. buy that one. I Dang. buy that I one. like that. That's the one I buy. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I have hopes for, for nice Thanos. Like, I want uh, Thanos to be that a porn. Have you heard his plan about a cup of tea, population you know? control? Right. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Agony. All right. Next up, next up. Buy or sell, Ryan, you're first. We will get a live-action version of this particular Watcher, the Watcher, in the MCU. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Okay, and, Jeffrey uh, Wright. That makes sense to me. I feel like they wouldn't have cast Jeffrey Wright if they weren't going to do That's it. That's what like I was Asia. thinking. Buy it, buy, buy, all day. I mean, yeah, they drew the character to fit his kind of. You oh, know, yeah. Obviously, looks looks like him with the, with the shape of the you know the big head, kind of one of those. What are those little action figures with the huge heads? Yeah, Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what he looks like. Um, yeah, I think uh, one of the things I thought from the first, I don't think they'll actually do this. But one of my theories was that the last episode was going to fade. From animation into live action. Ooh. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be cool, that'd man! Be, don't know that they could pull that off with all. I mean, big stars that they've got, you know, yeah. and and a lot of the main people that I think they're bringing back, they've used the correct voices for, for the most part. Yeah. Right, for the yeah. most part. So that was one of the things that made me think uh, we will get a lot of live action. I mean, it could just be characters. him. It could be left on him, and it just fades into the fades real into, Jeffrey. Right. That's that's what so I thought. I, I can see that. I, I, I'll buy that we'll get a live action watcher yeah. at some point. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, Ryan, we'll start with you here. Buy or sell. They're in the in the reality that we're seeing in episode eight where Hawkeye and um, Black Widow were apparently the only two alive. In all actuality, there actually is another Avenger alive somewhere in on that earth, in that universe, and we will see them in the finale. Ryan, buy or sell. Uh, gosh, man, these are good. You guys some good questions here. Um, yeah, I think I'll, uh, I think I'm going to sell that. I think that they're going to go, I, I guess they're going to try to tie in, you know, a lot of these different stories. I hope so. The ones that they let kind of left hanging, I'm hoping in the finale, they kind of, all of those kind of stories work together to kind of bring it to a conclusion. That's what I would want. But so I wouldn't see a use for having another Avenger on that universe. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to sell the, that, 
Um, I do think other universes may come in, but mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to see another Avenger from their universe. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably sell as well. Yeah. On that. I'm going to sell that it's an, that it's an Avenger. I'm going to say there's going to be a villain. Hmm. Okay. okay. Another villain. Okay. Yes. You got who a prediction? Would you, who would you want it to be? Um, the Baron. Ah, Baron. Okay, Von Strucker. That's who you want. Which? Oh, Baron Zemo. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Let's go. All right. Next up, Ryan, you're first. Buy or sell. In the finale, we will get a version of. We will get a cameo of Kang the Conqueror. Mm. Oh yeah, man. You think so? I'm buying it. Hey, Ryan's buying it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm yeah. buying it too, man. That's I'm calling. Yeah, that's good. Really? That's great. Okay. Okay. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think I will as well, just because I feel like that would be a way to kind of bring some some solidarity with the live action universe. They've Where they're the going? Yeah. Some variant, yeah. right? Some, some variant yeah. of King. Right. Right. Um, I I would love to see it, but I'm going to sell it. Okay. I'm going to say that we're not going to see it. All right. I hear you. I I don't I don't blame you. I'm kind of selling it a little bit too, but oh. it would be pretty sweet. It seems it, like they're going with all these like last minute little things, like they're showing kind of at the end of everything right now how it's all connecting you know yeah all right all right next up and this is the last one strange supreme will be in the multiverse of madness wow uh yeah um i think i'm buying everything i like these ideas (laughs) (laughs) you're out of money yeah Yeah. I know. You right? sucker. <laughs> Marvel's got you right where they want you, Ryan. True, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I'm going to sell that one because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like, again, it's just, uh, I don't know. That's don't, the animated to reality crossover is just weird to me. I'm not going to pull it off. I feel like out of everything we've seen in What If, our biggest chance of seeing a crossover is this Strange Supreme, and I'm going to go ahead and buy this. He, we're going to see a form of him, whether it's him talking into a mirror and looking at his potential self, and mm. it, it will be that version of himself. And I, I, I really, I, I, I like that idea. I'm buying that 100%. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there could be there could be some ways they bring him in. It almost seems like to me he could be the character here since that's who the Watcher went to uh, because this particular version of Strange was allowed to go on a very self-serving journey um, that maybe he makes the sacrificial play that that saves the day. Maybe he, he finally, like, literally lets go of his demons and mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> make some yeah. sort of, you know, because that kind of seems to be like the, you know, the, the arc of like even somebody like Tony Stark was more like the pompous self, you know, kind of inflated guy that he made, makes the sacrificial snap. I, I could see them using this character in a similar way. I'm going to sell it. I feel like the Spider-Man trailer has put, it makes it look so much like it's going to be like that, that they're going to turn, they're, they're going to, they're gonna twist it, and it's gonna be just normal, different. strange. Yeah, some, okay. s- something completely different is gonna throw throw off whatever they're doing. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, listen, boys, it's been a great episode. We we've gone for a, a while now, so we need to cut it short. We need to cut it off, uh, but it was it was worth it. This episode was amazing. A lot to talk about. Plus, we got Ryan on here. We got T Sweat coming back with us. I mean, I mean, this is a star studded podcast right here. Mm. You know. Um, so I'm not even going to give y'all the opportunity for any last words because we really don't have time for it. But what I will say is we got one more episode of What If next week, 
and we have a review for you guys. So, so to all of our listeners, come on back. Um, we also have a review that we're going to post along with this episode you're listening to right now, reviewing the new Venom movie, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So be on the lookout for that on uh, the stream, wherever you listen to the podcast. Please come back next week for our review of, this, of the season finale of What If... We're also going to have some uh, a review for 007 as well. So we've, we've got a lot going on in the next several weeks. Come on back. Uh, we'll try to get Ryan back on here. Ryan, thank you for being with us, buddy. Oh, thanks for having me. It's fun. Yeah, man. All right. So with all that in mind, for my good friends, Justin, Anthony, Tyler, and Ryan, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.